Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of LOI Zone pod- Podcast. Uh, delighted to be back now with another week. Um, this week, I'm delighted to be joined by Jonathan and Jamie. Lads, how are you? I'm good. I'm brilliant. How are you, Luke? All good, yeah. Yeah, all good. A few decent results at the weekend. Uh, two decent <laughs> results for Drada, so happy enough. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll obviously get into that now in a few minutes. But first of all, I think we'll, it's probably right to start with the, the Premier Division results from Friday and Monday. Um, actually, we'll do the Friday for, uh, and then we'll do go on to the Friday uh, First Division games as well. Um, but first off, I think we should probably start at Daily Mount because it was a, a big win for Derry. 90 last kick of the game, 90 a minute. Akin Tunde, who has actually probably not been in the team as much recently because of you know how well they're doing with the likes of McGonagall and that up top. But you know, him coming on and scoring in the last kick of the game, Jamie, will surely give Higgins a uh, a headache. Definitely. You know, it's mad that we're forgetting about Akin Tunde. I think the back end of last season he was brilliant and he's he's a player that actually suits with McGonagall, which probably I didn't expect to be honest. But uh yeah, big goal for him. Uh hopefully that'll keep him in the team. But it's it's just crazy, isn't it? Like as soon as Duffy goes out, you have Akatunde and Snick coming in. It's scary. Um I think they'll be happy overall. I thought Bose though, they showed a bit more than usual. Um, you know, obviously at the end of the day they didn't get anything out of the game, so they won't be too happy. But that first half performance they were a lot better and obviously I'm sure we'll get on to it, they sort of led that performance into Monday. But um yeah, very, very big win for Derry and Everyone's expecting to slowly drop off. They're not doing it. They're continuing to get them wins. Still unbeaten. They look very solid. And that's three times now Derry have scored late goals, you know. Shamrock Rovers, Pats and now Bows. So, it's a sign of a good team to be able to grind out them three points when you don't deserve it. And so far, Derry have shown that. Yeah, um, Jonathan, obviously, uh, Bows went one up very early in the game. I'm sure they would be very pleased with that. And even just looking at some of the highlights as well. I think Bowes look didn't look put up a really good fight um against a, a resilient Derry side as we've known the last few weeks. But you know, I think with Derry looking at them um again, last kick of the game and they get another winner, like it's as Jamie's like just saying, like it's really it's a sign of a of a good team. Yeah, like all good teams can grind results get like you saw with Rovers last season they got so many late wins like the amount of late wins they got was unbelievable like I think three against Pats three against Longford four against Longford oh one four against Longford a couple against Drada a couple against other teams like it's just what the best teams do they will get a late goal and that's what Derry have been doing at the start of the season like Bows will be so annoyed about that. Like, they were probably the better team for a lot of that game. Mm. But, like, they can take that performance, though, going into the next week's games. Like, they played very well, I thought. Mm. thought Bird played really well. Was it him that scored? Yeah, what a goal yeah. that was. I'm not sure if you yeah, guys saw it. Great goal, yeah, it was a great oh, goal. I didn't see it, actually. Great team goal. Yeah, like, so I'm sure they'll be happy. Like, they started the season off poorly now. All of a sudden, they're sixth on ten points, and that's three points up the top three. So they're not doing too bad considering how their season's gone. Like, yeah, yeah. Another early goal for Rona Boyce as well. Rona Boyce, he obviously yeah. got two this weekend. That's another thing to highlight. That's crazy. Yeah. I actually saw a stat. He scored more goals than Dara Burns and Chris Twardek combined. 
this season. No, overall. It's absolutely crazy. Overall or this season? Overall. I'm pretty sure. It's absolutely he had like thirteen goals last year. It was absolutely mental. How old are the boys? Uh, 21, 22. He's on his long contract at Derry as well. Just something that Derry have been doing a lot recently uh, with all their big talent. So he's definitely a good one to, to look out for. I know he's on a long contract, like I said, but that just means if he does catch interest in England, Derry will get compensated very well. Yeah. I'm yeah, going to double check. Go on, keep going, boys. I'm going to double check and make sure that fact is right. Yeah, come back to us with that one. Um, right, let's move on now to... Um, Dundalk 2 UCD 0 uh, Jonathan I'll go to you um, looking at this game Dundalk obviously were off the back before the international break of a disappointing loss against Drada. Um it was obviously they kind of just needed the win now um, win a game really um, before this so to get a 2-0 win a clean sheet and uh, you know a decent team performance for them so they'll be pretty much uh, pleased with that yeah they needed that win like to keep up with the front runners, but front run, well, when I say the front runners, like even just the top four, top three, yeah, with Pats, Sligo, and Bows, kind of that's kind of where they'll be for the season, probably. Yeah. So that that was a much needed win for them, and on the UCD side, they played. They didn't play bad. Like I don't think they ever play bad. It's just it's not no. enough. They don't. They don't score. <laughs> and I saw a thing like on on Instagram, a UCD account was like. He's sick of seeing people saying how they played well when they're not getting the results. Like he, yeah. At this point, you have to get the results. It doesn't matter how they play. Yeah. Because they've got what two, three points from eight games, mm. and have scored three times. It's just not good enough for them. If they even want a chance to stand up. Don't think they've won a game yet, either, have they? No, they haven't. Have three draws. Three draws. Yeah. Well, look, look. When you look at that as well, um. UCD, well, obviously, UCD, I remember it was more or less around this time last year. Drada were actually, obviously, Drada had a few wins before. Like, I'm not saying you Drada were in the same position as UCD, but there was games where Drada were, you know, playing really well in and not getting the result. They might be getting either a loss in the last kick of the game. Like, against there was one against Pats in the last kick of the game. There was a one against Rovers in the last kick of the game. And Dundalk as well. It was a narrow win for Dundalk as well. It was all around that sort of same time, um, and then maybe it was it was around May. Then the results started to kind of flip for Drada, and they were getting the results and the performances. So I'm John, uh, Jamie. I'm sure UCD will be looking for something like that to happen to them. Yeah, they need a reaction somehow. I don't know where that's going to come from. Uh, no mm. doubt Andy Myler's the man to get it, top manager, and um, but. Like Drug Jonathan running. was saying, like they really haven't got a, a a way of getting results. Like we're talking about Derry no. grinding results when they're not playing well. I can't remember any game used to be grinding out a result. Um, they've got good players. Everyone knows that they've got a bit of spark about them. But at the same time, you can only get to so much. You can only get to some point where you have to say, you know, it's a results business. You have to start getting draws, getting wins. And... Obviously, Dundalk isn't the type of team that UCD are going to be looking for wins and draws against. But uh, no, they have to keep momentum going. You know, they have big games coming up. Every game in this Premier Division is huge. But for them specifically, they play Sligo, who obviously have two losses, and then they play Drogheda. But these are yeah. huge games for them. Um, and we all know it's very easy to sink back into the back of the pack and end up being a Longford. With no disrespect, but like... <laughs> 
when when you see the team in ninth <laughs> getting a huge gap on you, it's not very yeah, good for the motivation. Not great. But with that said, Dundalk, they look very, very strong. Uh, first game, Bradley started in a few weeks. Stephen Bradley. Yeah. Uh, I know he came on against Drogheda last week, or two weeks ago, it would have been now. But uh, it's good to see him back in the team. He looks like some player again. And Subin scoring as well as Kiefer's confidence. Everyone knows how good he's he is. He's a great goal as well. Yeah. And the fact, I think people are overlooking Hoobin a little bit. Like, I haven't really heard much about him. He's still one of the best in the league and he's a goal scorer, like we all know. So, it looks very good for Dundalk. They're starting to catch back up with the pack and they're always going to start slowly because they have so many young players in on loan. They have a new manager. And to be honest with you, I'd be pretty optimistic if I was a Dundalk fan, which is completely different to what I was two weeks ago. Yeah, absolutely. It's mad sort of whatever a win can do to people's opinions, yeah. of course. Um, like watching Lundalk that night against Drado was very, very disappointed. With the, well, no, obviously I wasn't disappointed. Of course I'm not disappointed. <laughs> but I'm, you're know, like more like you were expecting more from that Dundalk team. Yeah. Like yeah. Drago 1-0 up and you're nearly expecting Dundalk then, you know, like don't it, don't celebrate too early because Dundalk, are, they'll get a goal, you know what I mean? You're nearly saying mm-hmm. that, but or they'll at least get a chance where you're like, but they didn't, you know what I mean? Keeper maybe had one good save to make from Bradley. Um, Sam Long had one decent save to make from Bradley and that was really it then for for the rest of the game. Like, and obviously draw out a few chances as well. But um, yeah, so th- that's a big result for Dundalk. It's a big three points for them, you know. I think it's a, it's a three points that will, you know, breed confidence for them um, going now up to, uh, oh, no, going to Pat, sorry. Um, yeah, so, you know. Sure. That'll be a, a a cracker of a game, I'm sure, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a while. But um, you know, it'll give them good confidence going into that one. Um, right, I think we should move on now to the showgrounds. Uh, Sligo nil, shells one. Jamie, I'll go to you first on this one. Mister Kearns will not be happy. A, no, it's not. It's it's a mad one. Um, it's not not one I was expecting. You know, I was nearly sit. I was obviously at the game uh, draw them paths, so I was I was looking at. I was just flicking on my phone. Yeah, I was nearly waiting for Sligo to score, but it never came. Um, brilliant win for Shells, no taken away from Shells, a big three points, but two disappointing performances in a row from Sligo, which I'm sure we will talk about. But big win for Shells. Yeah, huge win. Um, I'll be honest, I don't want to dampen the mood here, but uh, I don't think Shells were particularly amazing, which probably is worse right. for Sligo. Um, they obviously scored a goal to a penalty, which shows you know we obviously are questioning where the goals are going to come from. That's two or three penalty goals now. Yeah. So at least they're scoring it when they get them. But um, yeah, I think people's opinions, like you were just saying, like they change rapidly from one week to another. But um, Shell still have problems. Sligo, though, on the other hand, I think they will be slightly disappointed to not come away with at least a draw from this game. Like as we were talking about with Derry, had to go back to it again. But if Derry are in this situation and they're not playing well, they probably end up with a draw or a win somehow. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, you know, new squad. Aiden Keener probably didn't have his best of days. I think he got subbed off early enough. Um, at the same time, though, you know, not cause for concern just yet. But um, Shells defended really well. I heard Ledwidge was very good and Wilson. Uh, John Moss Wilson. Uh, did you see Damien Duff's interview? <laughs> I did, yeah. That was crazy. Calling out so, an ex-Shells player. Yeah, wouldn't even give him the light of day. Wouldn't even give the oh. ex-Shells player his shine. I don't even know who he is. Do you know yeah. who it is? Um, no, not really. No, I'm not, yeah. sure. not sure. And also, another big one for Shelburne. Uh, they actually changed their keeper. They had Brendan Clark and goal. Top keeper. Everyone knows how good he is. And I know Damien Duff wanted to play with that young Lewis Webb and goal. 
but yeah. I think after a while, you know, shaky state, you have to bring in the experience and Brendan Clark did really well from what I'm hearing. Yeah, uh, John and on Brendan Clark, um, it's obviously a, it's a very bold decision mate, to make going up to the showgrounds, you know, it's obviously go, going into that game where, you know, flying from, I think they're undefeated, nobody had beaten them up to that. Um, but then you look at that and you say, you know, Swapping the key, swapping your keeper around, going up there. Shells are off the back of a trainer loss. You can have going up to the showgrounds in a in a team again in flying form, and they swap their keeper. It's a very brave decision, and it worked out in the end. But you know they're the sort of decisions that really make good managers as well. Yeah, it was a great decision from Dove. To be honest, like Clark is an excellent keeper, even at his like he's not. I wouldn't call him old or anything, but like he's getting to oh, that stage in his career. <laughs> When he is getting to the, yeah, absolutely. And like he's a great keeper still. Like I don't I'm not, I was never impressed with the other guy, I can't remember his name. Yeah, Lewis no. Webb. Lewis Webb, yeah. Never Yeah, well, I was never impressed with him. So I thought I was kinda of thought it was the right decision. Could have been made earlier in my opinion, but yeah, it was a good decision and uh what I was gonna say, Brendan Clark, he is the king of the showgrounds. Scored a penalty one time a couple, <laughs> few years back for Pats. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Um, no, it's, it's a very good decision to make. Um, when you look at look at like Lewis Webb, like he's obviously been very short of confidence. Um, he's obviously coming into a different league, so you kind of have to give him cut him a bit of slack on that. Um, but I don't think he's been great for shells, and I don't think the three 0 against Van Harps would have helped him out, Jamie. But do you think they'll stick with it, Brendan Clark now against uh, Rovers now on the weekend, or? I think, I think you have Surely, to. Yeah. Yeah. I think you have to. Surely, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. No disrespect to Lewis Webb. You know, he's probably going to be a very good keeper, but I can't imagine. I could be wrong here, but I know he's come through at Swansea. I can't imagine he's played any senior football up until now. No. Um, so, obviously, probably been thrown in at the deep end. New squad and shells probably aren't as good as people thought they would be. Um, but at the same time, yeah, Brendan Clark brings so much leadership. Uh, you can hear him from the sideline even. He's absolutely crazy the way he roars his defence and to be honest they probably needed it of that so against a team like Shamrock Rovers I think it's the perfect game to go with Brendan Clark you know he'll rise to the occasion yeah. and he'll organise his defence a lot more than Lewis Webber yeah absolutely right let's move on to the LOI Zone Derby um, <laughs> Richmond Park St. Pat's won Drawed United won um, obviously we were all at that game um, yeah. looking at the game as a whole I think I think Drada will be disappointed not to have taken the three points, but obviously Pats will be, you know, um, disappointed that they didn't get the win that they were probably looking for. Um, Jamie, I'll go to you on this one. Yeah. Pats Drada won all. Uh, Drada taking early lead through Dale Rooney. What's going through your head? <laughs> uh, I like the little ha ha at the end. I was panicked. <laughs> uh, I do think we're better. So I find it interesting that you said three points to Drada, but obviously. We're both biased. Oh, Johnny Reid, no, look, of course. I'm just saying because Strada leading up to the 77 minute and then didn't hold on for the yes. last, what, 13 minutes of the game. Do you know what I mean? That's the yeah. only reason I'd be disappointed again because three points. But good points, of course. But at, at the same time, though, I think Pats had a lot of the ball. Pats were good. But I think Strada deserves so much credit for defending really well. They were brilliant. Yeah. And on the counter-attack, they looked dangerous. Dean Williams was causing problems. Uh, very impressed by him. I have to say, I also think Dale Rooney, Rooney was very good too, even aside from his goal. But um, from a Pat's perspective, I think we probably needed to make some substitutions a bit earlier. 
don't get me wrong, you know, it's unfair of me to criticise because obviously we have hindsight playing our side. But, um, yeah, I think it was a, a pretty sloppy performance. We had a lot of the ball, like I was saying, but there was no intensity. There was no willingness to win. And even going into the last few minutes, did you feel threatened, Luke, as a Drogheda fan, that Pats are going to score again? Well, like, my heart rate was still yeah, beats per minute. But, like, I, look, I, I don't, as a, like, I can't really think of any chance in the game when I was like, oh, my God, how the Pats missed that, you know, that type yeah. of way. Yeah, where I was yeah. like, um, like your your heart was in your mouth. Um, I think Mark Doyle had a decent chance when he won. He headed over and I just hit the roof of the like the top of the net. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. and then Owen Doyle had one not long after he scored from when Forrester knocked it down to him and he hit it straight at the keeper. But obviously, he probably could have done better. Hit it either side of the keeper. It might be in. But Jonathan, I'll go to you now. Um, overall as a game, what did you make of it yourself? Um, yeah. yeah sorry, you cut out there. What did you say? What did you make of the game as a whole? Yourself? What did I make of the game? Um, I thought it was a pretty sloppy performance from Pats. Like as Jamie said, like the goal the draw that scored. I don't even I don't know who it was, but yeah, it was just O'Reilly, a I think it was mistake kind of, at the back. Mm-hmm. And yeah, or I think O'Reilly was scored. The ball sort of came in and Riley nearly went to clear it and he kind of missed it. And then Gravosti got in the way of someone, and it just bounced in front of Rooney. Like it was a bit of a sloppy, sloppy error. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was just a bit mad. I was kind of almost looking away for a second on a look up. Ball's coming in, and all of a sudden it's a goal after that. And for the rest of the half, like, we had so much of the football. And, like, I presume draw to let that happen. Like, they're just going to sit back and let us have the ball. But we didn't do much with it. Like, we had a couple yeah. of chances maybe, but, like, we were not clinical at all for the whole game apart from that goal and it was quite worrying like that how one game we can play so well and like the Pats fans are going mad thinking oh we could win the league then the next week we play like this and you just kind of question it like it's a bit it's a bit weird like how on and off we are it's a bit worrying going into some big games coming up as well because like you don't know which side is going to show up top defence yeah of course for Drada though like yes. I have to say, Sean yeah. Rowan, really impressive. Evan Moore, really impressive. Yeah, Keith Cowan, actually. I thought he had a really good game. Yeah. Heading Very everything. Good, um, yeah. So, full credit to Jota, definitely. Mm. Yeah, um, obviously, it was very pleasing to get the points. But it is disappointing that we didn't, you know, hold out for the last. Because I think the only time we switched off was when, was when you scored. Like, I think when Dara got in around the back of us and... He got, a, he got a good goal in fairness to him. I was just chatting to him um, after the game, walked out with him and, you know, uh, fellas flying for Pats. This, um, obviously, as we say saying over the last few seasons, Dara's been a great player for years. Um, so, yeah. Um, right, I think we it's uh, suitable now to move on to Harps yeah. and Rovers. Harps nil, Rovers three. Um, look at the highlights of this game. Disappointed that they didn't get a goal early on, um, but then once Rovers got got playing, uh, Jonathan, they were they had to be. Yeah, Rovers are never going to be easy to beat. I thought Finn Harps could have put up a better, like when I say they could have put up a better performance. Like Finn Park is never easy to coach, as we've said in probably every podcast at this point. Um, but it it seemed a bit too easy for Rovers at that once they got the first goal, kind of just. That, like at the end of the half then 
the second half they kind of just settled down a bit more before getting two more goals pretty late on in the game just just seal up that game mm. and Finn Harris will be annoyed like Mark McGinley got sent off yeah himself so he was suspended for the draw again Mm-mm. um but yeah it's he wasn't much of a miss in fairness I thought mm-hmm. the, the well, he wasn't much of a miss. I'll go on to that game in a few minutes, but he, uh, you're the keeper they had it in instead. I think it was Mulroney or something. Very, he was, yeah. Yeah. he looked, looked very good, looked very composed, and that. And he was coming very, very well. I was very impressed with, with the Harps keeper. Yeah, stupid red card from McGinley, that one. Obviously, here he had to go and go for that penalty. Yeah, I was but, just about uh, to say that was crazy. He's probably the least goalkeeper player I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. like, it, with all the, I thought they could have thrown a big centre-half in. Like Dave Webster, he, he'd be my choice, I have to say. I reckon he has yeah, a good pair of hands on him. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Danny, uh, Danny Lyons, Andy Lyons, he's very, very good throughout the game. He played left wing back. Yeah. I'll be honest, I didn't really see him as a left wing back before he went to Rovers, but um, done very well there. And his, I think it was his first goal. Great feet. Yeah, when he put in. Yeah, brilliant. So, uh, that's yeah. another option for Rovers because obviously, you know, they have two really, really good left wing backs in Faroujah and Sean Cavanagh, but they're very injury prone. Yeah. So, just yeah. to have another option there, they're definitely spoiled for choice. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They're kind of, they're kind of spoiled for choice all over the pitch. Um, yeah. But, Jamie, Rovers on, on them, uh, 3-0 win. Just before that, they didn't, like, sort of like, the Rovers, this isn't Shamrock Rovers, like, what is going on? But, to go up to Bally Buffet and again look like a horrible night, um, and to get a three 0 win is good. Yeah, perfect. You couldn't have asked for a better night out if you're a Rovers fan. To be fair, like and you know, they scored just in that first half as it was coming to an end, and in that second half they just went out and dominated the game. Absolutely yeah. super performance by them. And like we were saying, with Harps, if you let them in the game and you let them play, yeah, they they can be a bit of a a banana skin I'd say you know because if they go goal up they're going to defend for your lives and you know it but uh, yeah, yeah definitely professional from Jamal Rovers they had most of the ball uh, pitch was in rag order as it always is but Rovers mm. dealt with it relatively well so overall I think all the Rovers fans would be very happy yep that's it it's a good good, good win for Rovers and it's a win that will hope, look, hopefully or hopefully not um, give their season a boost but <laughs> Um, you can be the judge of that one. Um, right, lads, moving on now to the first division. Um, Friday, Friday games. Uh, we had. At, we'll start in uh, Athlone. Uh, I predicted this one one all. <laughs> it finished one all. Athlone got their first point of the season. Jamie, um, super prediction by myself. I had a feeling that Athlone were going to get a point against Bray. Bray will be very disappointed with that result. They will be absolutely fuming. They um. This one didn't look like yeah. they're in control of this game at all, which is poor. You have to be controlling that loan if you want to make playoffs in this league. Uh, no disrespect to that loan. Uh, nice to see Thomas Oliver. Obviously, didn't work out at Rovers, didn't work out at Bowes. Uh, good to see him on the score sheet because I think it's a player in there, weirdly. And Martin Russell will probably be trying his best to get the best out of him. Um, as for Bray, they didn't really create much, I have to say. They obviously got that goal in the first half. I think it was pretty early, maybe 10, 15 minutes in. But um, after that, to be honest with you, that second half was mostly at loan, which is kind of surprising because they've been, yeah. not to be rude, but they've been so poor before and after the game as well against Treaty, obviously on Monday. 
But um, yeah, very disappointed from Bray. And to be honest with you, Pat Devlin would want to make a few changes because he's trying the same thing every week and it's not really working. And uh, they add a long ball, and then you know, defensively, it's going to work when you have you Douglas in the air. But they just haven't really got manly firing, and I don't know what it is. Maybe it's time to change system or make some change because you know Bray shouldn't be in sixth in this league. He's been really poor. Yeah, of course, Jonathan, looking at this game, uh, first point of the season for Athlone. I know they lost there on Monday, but, you know, when you get your first point, it sort of kind of gives you, in any sort of league, when you get a, your first point, if you're struggling, it kind of gets that duck off your back. Yeah, that was important for them. They had to get the point. If they didn't get it on uh, Friday, they wouldn't need it Monday. Like, the longer you go without mm. points, the harder it's going to get for you. Yeah. So it'd be a great point for them. And going into the weekend, they're playing Cove. That's going to be a big game. They're they're eight, only three points ahead. So that'll be an interesting mm. game to watch anyway. And also for the predictions, I also said 1-1, one, one, like you. Great minds think alike, John. I did. Yes. That's a chart I did. Great minds think alike. I did, yeah. They, they do. They're great minds think alike. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, lads, we'll move on to Eamon DC Park. Uh, Galway won Cove nil. Big result for Galway, I feel. I've seen a lot of people talking about Galway style of play in the last recent games, but I suppose it's about getting the result in the game. And, you know, they got a 1 0 win, Jamie, so a good win for Galway. Yeah, uh, just like what you were saying there about the, the way that they're playing at the minute. I don't think Toffee has ever played particularly eye catchy football, but it works, to be fair. And. I think most seasons, I can definitely say for myself, the last two or three years, I've been expecting Galway to really challenge for the league and they really haven't, with all due respect. Yeah. They've been a, a step off. Uh, this year, they look really good. Uh, I don't know what it is. They seem to have clicked a bit more. They had a young squad the last two years and maybe the players are starting to come into their prime a bit more. But, um, yeah, top squad. Ronan Manning, what a player. Uh, I have to say, he's one that I'm really impressed by. And yeah, Galway would do well to hold on to him at the end of the year if he keeps playing how he is at the minute. But um, Cove at the minute as well, <laughs> to be honest, once again, they probably lack a bit of invention. They haven't really been too eye-catching at all themselves. No. Um, I know they got that win against that loan, but in the main, they've been poor. But at the same time, I don't think anyone really expected Cove to challenge. But um, yeah, great win by Galway. Typical Caulfield ball. Nice one to win and they stay in touch and distance of Cork. Absolutely. Uh, Jonathan, on this game, uh, one clean sheet, of course. That's obviously the, the talk of the style of play, but when you get the win, it's important. Regardless yeah. of how you play, you just want to get the three points. Uh, Jonathan, what did you make of this Galway 1-0 Cove? It was, it was a good game. It was good result for uh, Galway, like... They are three points now off got off Cork with a game in hand, so mm. the the title fight could still be very interesting with them and even Waterford maybe or Treaty yeah. or even Longford like no one's out of it yet. <laughs> Just don't know with the first division. Um, so yeah, and Cork are on a bye now as well Next going weekend, into this yeah. week, so. It'll be interesting to see what Galway can do against Wexford. Um, yeah, and also going back to the other thing I said, I said um, that Athlone were playing Cove. They're actually playing Longford. Oh, are they? That was, 
have it. I have it written here and here, right in front of me, like I should. I should know this. That was just on. mistake on me. <laughs> mistake on me. Yeah, that's all good. Yeah. Right, lads. We'll move on to the RSC. Um, the point of this, looking at the result, obviously they would have taken a point at the RSC, but when you're one one nil up for a lot of the game and, and you take it to the ninety fourth minute and concede to the last kick of the game, Jamie, very disappointing. But again, it's not a bad result for Longford who are they're plugging away. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they're better than I thought they'd be. Same yeah. cannot be said for Waterford. I thought Waterford would be a bit stronger, to be honest. But uh, yeah, yeah, your man Louis Britton that they brought in, he actually scored the goal. But, yeah, he uh, played for. He was on trial with Derry actually. Um, yeah, he good player. Pl- he played against Strada that uh, day in the friendly. He was all right. Like he got a good goal, but yeah, he's, yeah. he's a decent player. Like yeah, definitely in the first division, a player that could be used very well. I assume he's coming from England, Luke, is he? Yeah, Bristol City, I think it is. Yeah, interesting. Seems like a decent player. Something like that. Um, I think that's his third or fourth this season. Like, yeah. So, that's good for him. Obviously, Junior's there, Patterson's there. But I don't know. I just think maybe they're lacking a midfield player. I don't know what it is, to be honest with you. But obviously, it's really early. New manager. There's no point getting too critical. But uh, I think they'll be very unhappy, even though they scored in the 90th minute. This was a game that they had to win to keep in touch with the top two. And yeah. obviously, they got the draw. They'll be in hindsight, you know. After scoring in the last minute, everyone's going to be on a buzz. Um, from a Longford point of view, Shane Elworthy obviously got that goal. I assume it was a header. I can't remember, to be honest. But uh, I've only seen yeah. Longford's goal, actually. Yeah, me too. Uh, Longford looked to be a decent enough side. You know, they're well-managed. Gary Cronin knows what he's doing in the first division. He, he'll have them well-drilled. And yeah. I do think that, you know, people are sleeping on Longford here. Obviously, the first division... It has nine teams, so it's a bit awkward. Longford have two and three games in hand on teams. Like if they win them games, they're right up there. Um, and to be honest with you, I think that'd be a force of the season. They're a bit of a dark horse, so we'll see how that goes. Mm. Yep, absolutely. Uh, John and Galway. Water, I mean Waterford. Sorry, one all and Longford. Uh, decent result for Waterford. They'll take it, I suppose. You know, when when you look at the the, the overall game, but Longford like they. They're not a team that will be back easily this season, I think. Yeah, going like after they had the bye week and the COVID, people kind of thought maybe this won't be their year. They might struggle, but like they've kind of shown that to be wrong. They from five games, eight points. If they assuming they win all their games in hand, seventeen points, two points off the top. That's pretty good for them. Like, yeah, I wouldn't complain of for that if I was a Longford fan. Like, but from this point of view, for the game, they'd be very disappointed to concede that late on. Yeah. So, could have been three points. That would have made a huge difference. Like, Waterford would be on ten points with two less games played than Longford, who'd also be on ten points. Yeah. So yeah, the first division is something else. <laughs> you never really know what's is. gonna happen. It really is. Right, lads. We'll move uh, to. Ferry Carrick Park, uh, Wexford nil and Cork won. Jamie, again Cork three points. Um, would you say they're the favourites to win the league? I, I, I do think they are. You know what I mean? They, they are looking really, really good. I do think so as well. To be honest, I think it's Dan Galway and Waterford. They're the big three, uh, three full time squads as well. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm always impressed by Cork. I have to say, um, it looks like they're doing wonders down there. Keane Murphy, great player. I think he scored. I could be wrong there. But even if he didn't... Yeah, I think it was. Great start to the season. 
really, really good. Uh, Wexford, I have to say, I said it when I was at the game, they're, they're not a bad side. They definitely are not a bad side. And they no. defend well. And Tony conceded one goal here. I think it was an early goal, if I'm right. Uh, it just shows that, you know, they won't be a pushover either. But yeah, to answer your question, Cork, for me, are definitely the favourites. Uh, that midfield is so strong. Aaron Bulger, Barry Coffey. And you look at wide, Keen Bargery, Keen Coleman at the back. Like It is a very, very good squad. Um, and the fact that they're full-time means that they probably will be able to keep this up for the whole year, which is key because it is a long season. It is. It is. Definitely. Right, lads. Um, we will move now to the Monday games. We'll go through the Harps, Strada and UCD Derry and Treaty and Athlone. And then we'll obviously talk a bit about the Tuesday end as well, which was yesterday. Um, so, first of all, UCD Derry UCD ball, uh, UCD nil, Derry two again. Took you, uh, took Derry a, a while to score, of course, but another moment of magic from Will Patchen, and then Ronan Boyce getting another goal. Uh, Jonathan, big win for Derry. Yeah, that would be, it would be what it was expected, obviously, but yeah, like again, UCD. I said it earlier, like as much as they are playing well, they just can't. Like play, keep playing well without getting results. I know it's dairy and all, and like it's obviously not an expected draw or win, but you need to, you really, they really need to start getting results. Like, um, if they don't, they'll be in huge trouble, as I said already. Um, from a dairy point of view, a huge win for them, obviously. Yeah, that extends their gap to six points over Rovers, so, and we're only eight games in, like, so. They're really putting a stamp on the league, like to say they're the favourites, they're the ones that need to be stopped. So, yeah, and that and that will patching goal as well. That was a great goal from him. Great goal, and yeah. Ronan Boyce, as Jamie was saying earlier, another goal from him. Yeah, super, absolutely. Yeah, uh, Jamie to go six points clear uh, at this point of the season. Only as John was saying, eight games in to go six points clear is it really is impressive. Yeah, this is a very, very good performance for them. I watched this game in full, actually, and yeah, I have to say, uh, Derry made it comfortable, very comfortable. UCD didn't really have anything for them. And it's credit to Derry. They control the ball. They look really, really solid. Um, it was nice to see McElhenney, actually, in the middle. He actually played very well. Matty Smith was out there. had a great game as well. Yeah, you're right. He, that's what I was about to say. He came off, I think, yeah. about five minutes to go. I've never seen a man sweat so much on a cold day. He was running his socks off. He was brilliant. Um, but also, just briefly, as we were talking about Akintunde, it shows the strength. Akintunde scores a last-minute winner. Doesn't even make the start in 11 for the game on the Monday. It's crazy. Yeah. It's the depth. Um, depth of the yeah, world. it's scary. It absolutely is. But, uh, yeah, very professional by Derry. And I'm waiting for them to get that banana skin. And I don't see it coming either, to be honest with you. It just looks so solid. Uh, they obviously have Harps in the Derby next week. And yeah. sorry, your spot, but I don't really see Harps getting anything out of it. No, I don't think so either. Um, yeah, they obviously come to Heaven Again Park in a, in a few weeks, so hopefully <laughs> there's their banana skin. Um, <laughs> but anyways, the other game, I don't know, Jonathan, um, UCD, obviously you're, you mentioned them. Uh, obviously their performances are there, but the results aren't. You know, again, it doesn't get any easier for them. They go up to the showgrounds this weekend. So, you know, but again, I think they could feel like they might get a result there. But obviously, we'll talk about that game in full. But UCD overall, what are you thinking? In what way? 
Like, what do you think? I'm just in general. Just, like, do you think in general? Okay. Um. Yeah. They need to find. They need to start finding goals. Like, they have some great attacking players. Like Colin Whelan. He's he's a great striker. He was great in the first division last year. Same with Liam Kerrigan. And Sean Brennan, he's a great midfielder as well. So, you kind of just wonder when will they start to just click, if they'll click at all. And they need to do it soon. They have to do it soon. Because, like, that UCD side, I think, is good enough to stay up. Like, if they just start finding form, like... Because Finn Harps are only three points ahead. A win, even one win changes everything. So, yeah, it'll, be, it'll definitely be interesting to see what happens. But they got to start finding those goals. Yeah, absolutely. Right. We move on now to Finn Park. UCD. Uh, Harps 2. Draw the 2. Lads of the game. Obviously watched it in full. Drada started off very, very brightly. Um, James Clark has been in fine form for Drada recently with a great goal. It was a well-worked goal too and it was full rewards. Um, and then obviously Harps get one back and then another one back and then they get, they take the lead just before half-time. I don't really think Harps deserve to be winning a half-time, to be honest. But in the second half, I do think Harps are the better team. Um, but at the first half, I thought Drada were definitely far better team. Keeper was very, very good for Finn Harps. And then, Obviously, uh, Jamie in the second half, the draw the keeper. I don't know if you're seeing, but yeah, what a save. One the best, probably one of the best saves you'll see this season. Um, well, what, what a save. By young yeah, it was, of course. But as well, Ryan Brennan as well coming on and getting the goal, you know, first game first game back in. So, you know, to get a goal early on for him is pretty big. Yeah, Ryan Brennan, absolute animal. I think he's key for draw uh, And for mm. him to... Obviously, he came on late, but he didn't really show any signs of coming back from an injury, if that makes sense. Like he's definitely treating yeah. his body right. And it seemed like when he came on, I know it was only for a short period of time, uh, where he made an impact, obviously, outside of the goal. Um, I, overall, then, as the game went on, I think it was a typical Harps game. It was boring to watch. I'm definitely glad I watched the, the Derry game in full. Not that game, well, I was you know, watching it behind the sofa. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, you know... I think both sides will be pretty happy with that too. Well, I think obviously late goal, of course, Harps are going to be a bit annoyed. But in hindsight, you know, looking at the balance of the game overall, draws a fair result. And um, like you were saying quickly on James Clark, very good player. I have to say, I've been impressed by him for the whole season. Uh, against Pat, he was very good too. And obviously here now on Monday, he obviously got his goal that he deserved. Um, from a Harps perspective. I've heard a few people complaining about Yorio Mai, even just outside of that miss. Uh, it seems like he hasn't really clicked, which is a shame because there's definitely a player in there. If we cast our minds back to yeah, he got a good goal. Uh, UCD yeah, form. yeah, I know, but like I think overall, you don't um, think he was great to be honest the whole game. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see how it goes. He needs to get a bit more confidence, and to be fair, hopefully that goal will do it for him. But um, I think once again, with all due respect to Harris, they probably haven't got the depth that any other team has. Um, there's not really anyone to challenge him. I know they have that Milojovic guy. But yeah, he looked good. He was throwing himself about like he was exactly. causing problems. But Adi has two strikers and he seems to be playing the boat with them at the same time. Yeah. Which makes you, makes you wonder, like, you know, is there a bit of complacency for Yoyo there? I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, look, overall as a game, I'm happy enough with the Obviously, you'd be happy enough with the point when you're 2-1 down. It was pretty important that we didn't lose the game and then yeah. Ryan Brennan coming on 
uh, instant impact, great goal, great finish as well. It was one of the, it, it looked like it just rolled into the net, but it was, you mm. know, on a half turn, it was a good finish and that. And it's a good point. Jonathan, uh, what are you thinking? I'm sure Harps would be probably the more disappointed of the two teams to not take three points away from this game. Yeah, obviously conceding late on, they'd be disappointed with that. But at the same time, like a draw going into that game, they would have taken as well. So mm. you kind of have to look at that and think that's still a good result for them. But from a draw of view, like four points from the two games they had, they're not easy games either. Like Finn Park, as I've said every single time, mm. is not easy to go. And Richmond Park to get, or sorry, they drew at Richmond Park, so two points. So it's not bad from Drada, like they're slowly kind of getting the results. So it's it's interesting. Yeah, you, ha- you have a good squad there, and I think it's definitely enough to stay up. So it's kind of surprising to see how you're only on eight points. Yeah, uh, Jamie, um, what do you like? Obviously, I think after that Derry, the result we had against Derry a few few weeks ago, um, yeah. to play then Dundalk and get a win, and then go up to Pats and get a draw. And then go up to Bally Buffet on a Monday night and get a draw. To be three games unbeaten going into a a good, uh, a very important game at the weekend against Bowles. But, you know, I'm sure Drada will be, well, I know myself, I'm pretty happy enough with five points from the last three games. Yeah, it's brilliant to be fair. Obviously, uh, I like Drada FM and it's happy to see them do well. Not against Pasta, of course, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the next two games are huge. Obviously, Bowles and then they have UCD, I think, is it? ECD in away, but yeah, like ECD and uh, away, yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll be hoping to turn draws into wins here now in these opening games or these next two games. But uh, yeah, no doubt, Doherty will be pleased with how his team's playing. Um, they look very resilient, I have to say. I didn't really expect it with so many young players and so many changes, but they look like a tough side to beat now that they've got going. And uh, like you said, Sam Long, that save for Yoyo Maddy's goal was absolutely out of this world. Incredible. And it looks like he's some keeper, I have to say. Um, he's fine on the feet, yeah, he really is. You know more than me, but yeah, he looks like a really good keeper. I've been banging on Sean Rowan's drum all day. Yeah. Uh, great defender. They really have a good squad there. And like I said, experience mixed with youth. Um, they look dangerous everywhere. And a bit of a controversial opinion. I think they could finish on higher points this year than last year. They could. Drada? Yeah. Yeah, How much did you draw again um, last year? Forty-four points last season was like very, very good for. But again, it was like forty-four points, and you're looking at it, and it was like we only survived by the yeah third last game of the season or something, second last game of the season, which is funny. Like forty, because normally forty-four points in any other yeah. normal season would have gotten you, you know, mid comfortable mid mid table. Um, yeah, like forty-four. Yeah, like forty-four points would be. Or above that would be would be nice, of course. But you know, it's just about staying up. I don't really care how many points we get. Like as long as we, we stay up in the division, and and you know, as you as uh, you made a really good point there, turning them draws into wins now over the next two games would be pretty big. You know, I think look, you're going to heading the game hard night for a game against Balls, which I'm sure the crowd will be um quite good as always. And then to go to the UCD Ball as as well. You know, if you can get a result against Balls and then you know roll into that one, it'd be you know, a few points from both of them games, but we shall see. Um, what was the other one? Yeah, Treaty at Lone, lads. Um, Treaty 2 at Lone, nil. Well, Treaty will be delighted coming back now after the bye last weekend. So, 
um, to get a win then on the Monday 2-0 home to, uh, at Lone. Uh, big result. Uh, Jonathan, uh, go to you first. Treaty are off the back of a, a good win before the international. Oh, they didn't even have an international break. I mean, they're, they're off the back of a good win against yeah. uh, Waterford. So, uh, a good 2-0 win and a good uh, clean sheet as well for them. Yeah, they'll be delighted with that. Like, to, the Waterford win was great and then just to continue that form after their week off. But when I say week, it's just it's just over a week at that point like I said the yeah. Monday next year but um, I think I predicted this one as well I'm pretty sure it's a 2-0 treat I was pretty sure you said it as well I think oh, we both that. had it we, we, great minds great again great minds think alike again yeah tell you what lads just <laughs> Jamie, man, where are you if, if he doesn't mention that he got a prediction right he definitely got it wrong you know, it's it's embarrassing. We need you, know, you should be ashamed. Yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to bring this back. I'm, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, we're gonna have to remember what we but... predicted and just look back at what we said. <laughs> uh, I think we are gonna have to start doing that though. Yeah. All right. Have a little Enjoy competition him. between ourselves. Because Jonathan, man, I think you're lying. I know you're not that smart when it comes to League of Ireland <laughs> results. I think you're and making I got the... these two right, but I got a couple of them wrong. I got a couple wrong to be fair. Uh, I, I, I said but... Galway would lose. Yeah, this is a big result for Treaty, though. Dean George, oh. Um, two goals. Yeah, two goals. I saw this. I think it was the second goal. A very, yeah. very good team goal. Uh, Treaty looks solid. And I have to say, they've taken... Obviously, they had... Um, Dean... I think he got injured, mm. though. I know this year yeah. he seems to be fit again and backfiring. Him and Enda Curran look like a good partnership. I have to... Two alternative players that... I probably wouldn't have thought of too often, but when they can get results like this and score goals, you know, that's what Treaty need to really push on and hopefully get that playoff spot. Absolutely. Um, right, lads. Oh, no, we've got the Tuesday game. This was like me last week. Remember, I forgot <laughs> the, the game. Uh, Sligo nil, Bowes won yesterday. I actually watched I did on in the background during the Champions League games, but um, Sligo nil, Bowes won. It was a great goal by Bowes again. Uh, Jamie Liam Burt again. There's another man who's yeah. you know had a bit of a slow start, but you know two goals in the last two games is, is obviously decent. Um, so yeah, good win for for Bowes. Yeah, um, I have to say I was watching the mighty Preston North End beat Blackpool instead. But uh, from what I hear, are you? Are you, are you a, I seen that. I did see that. Are you a Preston fan? What is the the reason behind this? I need to know. So Preston, Preston, I don't really have an English team to be honest with you. Yeah. So okay, I googled how many Irish players in the Preston squad, and it ended up there was like seven or eight Irish players in that Preston squad two or three years ago. So ever since then, they've been my English team, and <laughs> although I love watching them play now. They're a good side. But anyway, uh, it's not the chance. How are they getting on? So they're doing well. New manager, and they're doing well. The weekly Preston segment. It's coming soon. <laughs> Love it. In this game, anyway, um, obviously I didn't watch it, but I heard the commentary for this, and I have to say, Joey and Doe is a unique character. He's a legend. He's a legend. Get him on the pod one day. Uh, so I better <laughs> not say what I was going to say if I got him on the pod. Anyway, so, uh, Lee Bird, another girl, but promise Oshimer. In the words of Joey and Doe. Promise what? Uh, <laughs> I was going to say. Oh, sorry, I'm Sherry. Close enough, close enough. Oh, she married. <laughs> it's late, boys, it's late. Um, I have to say, that touch. In the words of Joey and Doe, welcome to heaven. This is why we call it the showgrounds, guys, because that touch. But, um, yeah, it seems like Bows will be happy. I saw they actually brought a huge crowd down to Sligo for a Tuesday. 
Yeah, I'd say a lot of them had the thing. tickets from the, you know, the game uh, yeah. previously when it was called off. So, kind of had to travel. It's <laughs> <laughs> forcing to skip and work. Fuck's sake. Anyway, the pitch was in better order. I'm sure Stephen Nadal will be keeping the camera. Did, oh, did, did you see the photo of it? Did you see the photo of it? It was like, it's not great. Never really mind. Not great up there. Track um, statement. Dylan will have to. Dylan will have to. <laughs> Dylan's again not with us today. Um, but he's gonna have to fill us in on this. You know what? What the story is with the pitch up there? You'll mm. see him next week. His pitchfork and his sprinkler trying to pitch the pitch. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be amazing. Will. And then, right, go on. Keep talking. <laughs> I'll leave it to you, John, on your bike. What do you think of this yeah. game? I mean, Sligo won't be happy. Like, two losses on the bounce. They're, not that's good. Not, it's not good for them. Like, that's their first two losses of the season, and they're in a row. And going into the weekend, who, who are they playing? Who, Bowles or Sligo? Sligo. Sligo. And UCD. Uh, UCD, yeah. I mean, that'll... To them, be a relief game, kind of. you think they get three points, but, you know, at the same time, the UCD... They could easily win that as well, but we'll go into that yeah. more in a few minutes. Of course. Um, Bows and another win, or not another win. They lost on Friday, but a win nonetheless. That will be important for them. And Liam Burt on the score sheet twice in a row for Bows. That'll be a good confidence boost for him, because he he's a good player and he kind of just lacked a bit of confidence in the last few games. So to get the two goals in a row, it's good for him. Yeah. I'm sure Mr. Kearns, who's been pretty quiet on social media recently, will be <laughs> will be fuming with that. Huh. You might come out of hibernation now on the on the weekend when they play UCD, but yeah. only um, if they win. You never only after if they the win, gym. Yeah, never. yeah, of course. <laughs> um, right, lads. Uh, Premier Division fixtures Friday night. Um, little quick quick chat about them, and then we'll do predictions. I'm gonna write down your predictions here. Um, so you remember them, <laughs> and we'll do a bit of a. I think we'll start a bit of a competition, and okay, I cool. it and I think it was, a, it was a decent idea. Right, lads, moving on now. First game I'm going to go to is there's actually the way it's broken up this weekend is a bit, a bit difficult to you know. Three Fridays, two Saturdays, two, isn't it? Three, yeah, and the Harps Derry ends on a weird time, half five. But anyways, um, right, heading to game park, draw the bows. Um, Jamie, what are you thinking? Draw the bows. Okay, so. Huge game for Drada, huge game for Bowes. Bowes need to continue this form. If Bowes end up getting, you know, even the draw here, I'm sure they'll be a bit annoyed because great results against Sligo and it would be typical Bowes to end up not getting three points in this game. Uh, Drada on a great one for him. They'll be wanting to continue that. I am very intrigued by this game and I think it'll be very tight and it'll be a really good watch. What is your uh, score prediction? Uh, I will say two all again. Two all. It'll be a great game. Two all. Bows. Okay. Um, Jonathan, what are you thinking? This game, draw the balls. This is a tough one to predict. Like both teams, fond and form. So it's definitely tough to predict. So draw the two big results in two tough mm. games. Draw Finn Harps on a Monday night in the wet away. Yeah. And a. Richmond Park getting the draw there, and then Bowes coming off the back of a Tuesday night win in the showgrounds. It's definitely a tough one to predict, but I'm gonna say one one. Okay, one one. Right, uh, I think it's gonna be. Yeah, I'm gonna say one all as well. 
Great minds yeah, think alike, yeah. Luke. Exactly, yeah. No, I think, look, I think it'll be a good game. I'm hoping, you know, to, I'd love for it to make a three points, of course, you know, turn the, the draws into wins. But um, I think any sort of result again against Bowes is decent, you know what I mean? It's going to be a team that'll be looking to be up there and about this season. So, yeah, expecting another good game and another another good crowd. I'm sure, I think Bowes is nearly sold out their away end as well. So, um, you know, brilliant fans there, of course. Um, right, Shells and Shamrock Rovers. Um Lads, what do you think of this one, Jamie? I'll go to you. Um, shells off the back of a good result, so Shamrock Rovers, but you know, it's a very, very difficult game for Shells. Yeah, mm. Dorf is probably unsettled. Look, look for draw, I just think Rovers at the minute they sort of start a new air conference. Does that make sense? I think after that Sligo game when they pulled it back in the second half, and um, they've shown how much quality is in their side and just how good they are. Um, mm. I think in this game they'll probably win two nil. I think, but I don't think it'll be a comfortable two nil. I think they'll probably go one up and then shells are push and Shamrock over to the score again late. But uh, yeah, it's a hard game for shells. I oh, can see them getting bossed when it comes to possession and not really creating much. Mm. But um, with that said, it should be a good occasion. Talca Park will be full, I'm sure, and the away end will know they'll be sold out. What did you say your prediction was? Uh, two no Shamrock Rovers win. Okay, yeah, no, I think um, I think that myself. I think one nil Shamrock Rovers. I think they'll get an early goal. I think Shells will be, you know, obviously wanting to go for something, but I just don't think they'll be able to break down Rovers. I'm gonna say you're gonna copy him again, Jonathan. Hmm? You're gonna copy him again. I'm not. What's your <laughs> prediction? What's your prediction, Jonathan? What I'm do you think gonna go with, I'm gonna go with three nil. I think, like Jamie said, they get they get one early goal. But instead of two, one leg goal, they get two leg goals. I see. I'm copying me and adding one. <laughs> I mean, you you could say Luke's copying you by taking away one. I'm on this. <laughs> so what did you say? Sorry, John. What did you say? 3 now to Rovers. 3 now. Yeah, I was just writing it down here. Right. Um. Okay, moving on to... What game is the next? Pat's Dundalk. The game on the telly, lads. I'm sure you'll both be at it. I'm expecting it'll be a, a good atmosphere. Um, or actually, I think I'll record this one and I'll give it a watch after the game myself. Uh, what do you think of this game, Pat's Dundalk? Uh, yeah, James, what do you? Should, should be brilliant. Uh, on TV, like you're saying, it's going to be sold out by the looks of things. So, uh, should be a nice day out, hopefully. Apart from the fact that hmm. there will be a, a snake in town. And I'm messing <laughs> I like Stevie, but uh, yeah, that will make it an interesting game, I have to say. The atmosphere will be interesting, to say the least. And I'm sure the the players on the pitch won't really affect, but there'll be some uh, some interesting banners in the stand so here. But anyway, um, I'm looking Ooh. forward to it. When it comes to the actual Inside football... Inside info. <laughs> when it comes to the actual football, uh, two really good football on the sides. Um, Bradley's obviously back, like I mentioned earlier. That could be bad for Pats, because if he plays in the left and Jack Scott is playing on right back, uh, that could be a, an area that I'm sure Stevie O'Donnell will exploit. Um, yeah. I have to say, Pats are so inconsistent at the minute and sour Dundalk. It makes it really, really hard to predict. Dundalk have a load of draws already this season, so I'll probably back them to get into a draw. So I'll go with one all. one all. Interesting. Jonathan, what are you thinking yourself? What are you thinking this game? It's hard to know. Like It depends on what Pats I show up. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, I, I think Pats may just edge it. Just, 
and I think it might be 2-1, but um, to be honest, it's very hard to call. Like Both sides have their weaknesses, mainly at both at right back, but with Sam Bone and Scott, like, and then obviously Bradley versus Dara Burns, like, there's some good, like, battles between, like, kind of the opposite sides of the teams, so it'll be definitely interesting to see, like, kind of which one comes out on top, and yeah. Dundalk will be looking for revenge, last time we played them was that FAI Cup match, the semi-final, yeah, so it's definitely okay. going to be a good match. Pardon? Yeah, I think so as well. I think it'll be one nil pats. What was your prediction, John? And two one pats, was it? Yeah. Right, Grant. Yeah, I think one nil pats. I think looking at this game, you know, pats have gonna want to turn it turn it around from that result against Drada and, and turn that draw into a win. And um, I think they will do so. I think it won't be comfortable, but I think you know, don't think Dundalk will cause you a lot of problems. But I do think that it'll be a pats win. I think Mark Doyle's gonna get a goal as well. <laughs> he hopefully he is. Hopefully he gets there. Uh, it's the it starts a ball and free is because you know he is <laughs> cool potential to be special. Yeah, player. Um, right. Uh, what what game do we have next? We have the Saturdays, Harps Derry. Um, Derby. It's a Derby. Um, seeing it's nearly sold out as well, John, and I'm so I'm sure it'll be a good atmosphere up there. Um, Harps Derry. You know, I think it's very hard to to write the to look past this Derry team at the minute. Yeah, it is obviously hard to look past it, but at the same time, this derby is huge for Finn Harps. Like, they live for this derby. Yeah. Like, I think last season they got a, quite a few, like, draws or wins against them out of the four mm-hmm. games they played. So, obviously that's a different team from last year, but, yeah, it's, it's tough. Like, Finn Harps and Derry in Finn Park. Derry, Derry struggled there. Sometimes, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go, gonna go kind of bold with this one and say one one. Ooh, interesting. No problem. Right, I have that written down here. Uh, Jamie, what are you thinking? I think Derry are gonna continue their run. I think, like John said, Harps might be might they might be very very good in this game, but I just think Derry will raise it to another level, and I will go with a confident. 2-1 so it's a 2-1 but I don't think Derry will ever be in threat 2-1 Derry right uh, I think it's going to be it's a very tough one to predict but yeah. I do think Derry will win it 1-0 mm. I think it'll be um, McGonagall the McGonagall <laughs> fella um, ok what game do we have next Sligo UCD um, another Saturday game Jonathan um, you know Sligo really need a win here I think, you know, to stop any bad run going. They've had two home losses in a row. They've got a third home game in a row. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a pretty big game for Sligo. Of course, same with UCD. It's a big game. Yeah, like, it, it's definitely a big game for both teams. If Sligo don't win, they're really kind of in trouble. They'll be three losses in a row. Yeah. But for UCD, it's also a must, must at least get a result. Like... Um, I'm going to say 2-0 Sligo I don't think it'll be easy though and I'm sure Dylan will be watching that game and will be back in the podcast as soon as they win a game yeah probably <laughs> yeah uh, Jamie what are you thinking 
I think uh, three one Sligo. I think the showgrounds. Uh, if it was in the UCD ball, I probably might back UCD a tiny bit more, but I think uh, at the showgrounds it'd be a comfortable three one win. Who's going to score for UCD? For UCD, I think going to go a bit out there. I reckon Sean Brennan. Fair enough. Fair enough. Right, three one Sligo. I think it's going to be going to follow Jonathan. I'm going to say two 0 I think very very. Very comfortable for Sligo. I think this one will be. Um, yeah, I think they need the win, and I think they'll be well up for it. So, two nil Sligo. Um, yeah, that's all of our Premier Division games, lads. We'll do our first division uh, predictions real quick, and then that's it. I think we've been going long enough, and it's been, you know, again, really, really enjoyable. Um, so, what are you thinking, lads, for the first first division game? Bray Wanderers and Treaty United. Uh, Jamie, I'll go to you first. Bray have been poor, like I've been saying. Treaty are coming off two wins, if I'm correct. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the fact that it's in the Carlisle grounds, Bray might have a bit of a chance. Uh, I'll go with a boring nil off. I've seen Bray draw in a boring nil on the Carlisle grounds last time, and I think it'll be a similar story. Um, with that said, though, you know, I will go nil all, but Dean George and the current, they are goal scorers. But... Uh, I think Yui Douglas will have a good game and Bray will end up getting that nil draw. Yep. John, what do you think? I uh, I think I, I think I'm gonna go with a three win. I'm gonna say two one to Treaty. Um look they're they're on a good good run of form at the moment and Bray obviously aren't really like I know they have five points from the last three games. Yeah. Actually they're actually unbeaten in their last four, but at the same time, they're still looking quite poor and Treaty yeah. are looking quite strong. So I'm going to say 2-1 Treaty. Yeah, I think it's going to be 1-0 Treaty. I think Treaty are very strong at the minute. I think, you know, they've yeah. obviously got mm-hmm. two good results in a row. So I think they'll follow it up with a, with a third. Um, Understandable. Yeah. I think Cove Waterford is next. Yeah, Cove Waterford. Um, what are you thinking, boys? I think Waterford really need to get a result here. Um, myself, a few bad results recently. So, Jamie, I yeah. think it's a it's a good opportunity for them to bounce back. Yeah, it's a key game. Without a shadow of a doubt, they need to win this game. Um, I know it's in Lee Thomas Park, but that's no excuse. Um, if they want to challenge with the top two, without they will must win, and I do think they will win. I think it'll be comfortable. I'll go with a 2 0 walk win. I actually slightly feel bad, I have to say. Oh, I never seem to back Cove, but uh, I think looking on paper, yeah, the evidence is all there for a Waterford win yeah. this week. Mm. John, what do you think? Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with the same. I think I'm gonna go two nil to Warford. Um, I can't see Cove doing anything, to be honest. But I was actually just looking there as well that yeah, uh, Waterford have not won a game since the eleventh of March. Yeah, it's crazy. So I think Cove yeah. could easily get something from this. Of course. Of course, I think it'll be very, very difficult for them to, to get anything from this game. So, I'm going to go with a 2-1 Waterford. I'm going to say as well, I think Jamie's prediction looks good. So, I'll uh, follow that one up. Um, Galway-Wexford. Um, I think these are broken up as well into yeah. Friday, yeah. Saturday. Galway-Wexford. Um, is it? Yeah, that's the one. Uh, Amy DC Park. No, yeah, it is Amy DC Park. Galway-Wexford. Uh, what are you thinking, lads? Jamie, I'll go to you again. Yeah, um, definitely an interesting game. I think it's probably similar uh, from a Gary perspective to last Friday. Obviously, they played 
COVID home and they got a one nil win. I think they'll end up playing out in a similar fashion. Um, mightn't be the prettiest games to watch back, but I think Caulfield, there's something about this side this year that they're going to grind out results, and I think this will be similar. So they'll go with a one nil Galway win. No problem, uh, Jonathan. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with two one Galway. I think Wexford. I said it last week as well. They're not an easy team to beat. No, I, I'm pre- I think I said it was going to be two one to Cork rather than one nil. But like, like they're not easy to beat, and like, no, I, as much as I think, like the Galway are going to win, it's not going to be easy. Like uh, Liam, he isn't here today. Obviously, he's on the Wexford bandwagon this season. <laughs> he has he's a lot of faith in that side, and to be honest, I don't blame him. Like they look a lot stronger than they have in recent years. Yeah, of course. The likes of Dinny Corcoran and that up top will, you know, be a big help to them. Yeah, like um, Connor Davis as well. Yeah, yeah like they've sorry. been plumb last the last few You'd seasons. So Definitely. Yeah, it's nice for them to be at least up there a bit more. Yeah, I think it'll be 2 0 go into this game. I don't think it'll be the greatest game to watch again. I don't think. But again, it's about Galway wanting them wanting to get results. So I think it'll be a 2 0 go to be honest. Um, okay, lads, the last, the final game, Longford at Lawn. I think they call it the L Class. I don't know what they call it. It's the L Class, they call it. Um, uh, yeah, the, the Midlands yeah. Derby, we'll say. Yeah, the Midlands Derby. Longford at Lawn. Um, yeah, it's a big game for Longford again. I think, yeah, and the same at Lawn, of course, but, you know, at Lawn will definitely feel like they can get three points here. Jamie, what are you thinking? Yeah, Longford at Lawn, like you're saying, it will be a game where both sides will be looking to win, actually, I think. Um, mm. definitely a harder task for for Athlone than Longford, but uh, you know, in these derbies, I'm not going to try sugarcoat it. There won't be, you know, much good football being played. I'd assume. Where is it? Is it in the city calling or the? Yeah, it's in the city calling. Yeah, it's in Bishopsgate. Yeah, that. Sorry, Bishopsgate now. Yeah, um, it won't be the the prettiest game. It won't be the prettiest of surfaces either at this yeah. time with all the rain that we're getting. Um, I. Finally, uh, although I do really like Longford, I do have a weird feeling that Long might get a draw in this one as well. So I'll go to one all. Ooh, interesting. But old prediction, I think I'm gonna go. I think it's gonna be two 0 Longford. Pretty comfortable enough for them. I think they've been flying recently, so I think they'll back it up again. Jan, what are you thinking? I'm gonna say two one Longford. Yeah, uh, I don't see Athlone getting a, a draw this or a win this time. Yeah, and Longford obviously play on Tuesday as well against Cove, so that'll be an interesting one to look at. Mm. Uh, if they'll rest any players or whatever. I don't think they'd rest True. anyone in Derby. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Right, lads, that's it for tonight. Um, that's all of our, of our, all of our, all of our fixtures and reading here. Yeah, it's everything. Um, some really, really good stuff tonight, lads. Uh, you know, we'll be back again next week. Um, we should hopefully we'll get an earlier episode out next week because we'll have a a lot to talk about now as well and then there's a lot yeah. to look forward to because I think we've got the next week I think we've got Friday Monday games um, Friday well, Mondays yeah Friday mm. Mondays and then so yeah like plenty to look forward to um, all over that Easter weekend as well so um, yeah thanks very much for joining me tonight lads really really enjoyed that cheers Luke thanks for hosting yeah no worries at all thank you very much boys if you yeah, enjoyed this episode if you did enjoy this episode do let us know and uh, make sure to, as Liam would say, drop us a follow on the Instagram. Uh, the plug. Really good stuff. Plug. Right. Thank you very much.